0: Welcome to an all new episode of Dan's Stream of Thought. I'm your friend Dan. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I shouldn't steal. I'm not gonna steal Noah's brand by saying your friend because that's he's he's my lawyer friend. That's that's who that that guy is. Um, he's not on the episode today. I don't. I don't want to bring anybody in and, and give them false hope because well, nobody wants that. Everybody wants Noah on the show, and nobody wants to be teased with him not being on the show. Um, he's not on the show today. We're not doing anything legal today. Um, however, I have some plans for some for some legal episodes in the future. Um, but I have to get, I gotta get some good, wonderful people that are well versed. Speaking of, one of them is in chat right now, um, in the legal field, and then we can talk about some uh, some good things. Every now and then, I like to bring in uh, some some legal, uh, not not advice because that's an official thing, but um knowledge and things about the law that that people should know and streamers should know and very basic parts obviously not getting into anything uh, on the expert level or even the moderate level but or intermediate level but more of the basics level um so being able to basically put together something that makes sense for people to digest and understand and then hopefully streamers don't make bad mistakes because if they do make these mistakes we can always point them towards something and says, hey, this is what this person said. And we have a actual official piece here that says, listen to this. And if you do something and you get in trouble and you do something that has nothing to, and it totally negates or neglects everything that was said during this episode, then it is your fault. Granted, we're not here to victim blame either. Um, so everything is always under the positive scape of the world no matter what we're doing we're always looking over to positivity that is what we do here that is what i do my name is dan as you can tell i like to talk about things and try to keep a positive mind on it now however i do talk about things and they tend to get a little bit out of hand when we go towards the realm of let's say uh when people start to be very negative i start to um kind of feed off that sometimes. That's one of my biggest weaknesses is I feed off other people's energy sometimes. Not always, but sometimes. But we like to use um we like to use empathy to to promote positivity because I've seen a lot of things in the in the recent past that really just kind of make me really upset. Um I don't know how many adjectives I had to throw into that sentence, but this is, this is, it, it's, it's, I'm trying to decide whether or not it actually does make me upset. And, and in the end, it does. It does. I, I get very upset by things on the internet that I see that lack a complete amount of empathy. Um, it's quite sad. And I'd like to talk about that a little at the beginning of the show. But first, let me introduce myself and how what we do. It's been a few weeks since you've had an episode, and I apologize. Um, We had TwitchCon, and then I got sick, and then I had Jury Duty, or the reverse, I think. TwitchCon, Jury Duty, sick, I don't remember. Um, But the the bigger point is, uh, a lot of things have happened in the last three weeks. Uh, TwitchCon has happened. If you want to know more about what happened at TwitchCon and some of the things to pick up from TwitchCon, go Listen to the Monday's show, which is um, the stream scene with uh, Loco and Hunter. They always have a couple guests on there, and they have some good times. That is also on this, uh, on this uh, very channel, twitch.tv streamersquare, which we are streaming live right now, even if you may be watching this in the past. But there's a lot of people in chat right now who are watching this in the present. Well, technically in the past because there's a delay. But in the present, nonetheless, um, you can find these episodes anywhere. Um, YouTube, Twitch, uh, uh, all your podcast ways, uh, all the places. Go, go to them, go see them, go check them out. Um, you can follow me on, at Danotage on every piece of social media except for TikTok. Um, we'll probably get into TikTok during the legal episode because TikTok scares the hell out of me. And uh, with a lot of things happening in China, I really just trying to stay away from as many things as possible, even if that is impossible with most of the games that we play. Um, However, with that being said, uh, so go follow us there. We'll talk about a bunch of things. You can also follow Streamer Square on, on Twitter, at StreamerSquare. Uh, you can join the Discord, discord.gg StreamerSquare, and uh, discuss some things. If you have any questions or of, of anything that we're doing, please, please ask. Um, if you have any comments, concerns, gripes, complaints, please put those forward. Uh, we don't get to learn or do anything unless you guys actually start to put forward things that, make sense in that realm Hi Barry, I didn't see you there. Hi Barry. Um So, lots of things happened um in the past few weeks. Uh and I, I think that I think that there's a lot to to unpack and talk about. Um Yeah, it's actually kind of a a it's a little bit of a couple uh it's a little bit of sad notes here and there, some happy notes. Um we'll talk about public relations today. Our topic is public relations and crisis um response. Most likely, most like, more than likely, it's going to be, um, what to do in a, in a time of crisis when of your brand. We're not talking about crisis control in in a, a uh, hurricane's about to hit your house and stuff like that. That's what you know. Hopefully, the government's there for. Um, I'm not. I don't. I'm not an expert on that at all. Um, I happen to be a one of my favorite things to do in the world is to work PR and to work uh, public relations for for lots of companies that I care about because, well, frankly. Public relations doesn't seem to hit home with a lot of people when they're running their businesses. And that's understandable because it's a very hard thing to do. Understand your business while also running around doing all kinds of things that that goes into um, going into your business. While also thinking, okay, I have to not take this stress out on the internet when I live a lot of my social life on the internet right? So a lot of things happen in the sense that I'm going, I'm frustrated by something and I need to take it out. I just need to voice my opinion and voice my anger on something so that hopefully I can get it out and people can, can side with me. And then we can go off on a, on a, on a realm of happiness and rainbows and frolicking through the forest and having a good time picking gooseberries. Um, that's just one of those things that that tends to be overlooked. Or not necessarily overlooked, but <clears throat> accidentally ignored, if that makes sense. Even though the word ignore is a forward-thinking, actual, physical, like, like you're, you're actually doing that. But the bigger point is, the bigger point is, there's been a few things on the internet lately that i like to talk about and point out. And I think there are some things that... We can bring up from the past. If you look in the book that I that I wrote, I didn't really talk about this too much. Um, the publishers didn't really want to go any way towards a, a quote unquote negative realm, even though I was going to keep it positive. But Ninja talked about a few things in the in the past, and he did some really good PR when it came to responding to people on the news, like MSNBC, and having a good interview talking about what it was, what it meant to stream, what it meant to play video games for a living, what it meant to to do all these things while keeping a positive outcome on life and keeping a positive life in general, making all this money and being able to give back and stuff like that. He did a really good job in a lot of those things. However, not that long afterwards, he also talked about things that maybe didn't go so well on the internet, like not
1: playing with women, for instance. Now, is that a bad PR move? Yes, that's exactly what that is. Now... Is
0: it, me- is it totally untrue? I-, I don't know. I don't know him well enough. I know, I know him a little bit. I've, I've met a few times. We talked to him a few times. I've, I've worked with him before. Uh, this, is not- this is not about him, really. But it's just to say that um, <clears throat> if you're going to do something like that, we have to think about what it means when it
1: comes out. What it means when you say it. Understand that. Hold on. sorry,
0: when I speak so much and speak so loudly like this, and I'm still kind of getting rid of a lot of the stuff in my chest, uh, it, it, it gets in the way,
1: uh, that sounds like it sucks, it does suck, it does suck, it's not good, um, so, I will point out that, there are a few things that happened during a lot of those interviews that basically um, basically showed that Ninja hadn't had too much PR training. However... However,
0: we have to be careful with that because that could be a defamation on itself because that's not necess- that, that may not be necessarily true, that just may be something that he felt and he feels and he does, and he just kind of goes a- about going about his life, or whatever. The point is that a message like that needs to be thought about before they start to before something goes out that says this is probably going to be bad because. I think any any PR professional would have probably understood that no matter how the interviewer or the whatever outlet that reported it, no matter how they span span it, span it, spun it, span it. I think it's whatever. However, they put spin on it. Let's put it that way. Um, it would have it would have read
1: badly. It would have read in a way that just looked bad no matter what whether he felt it or not there would have there should have been something that said maybe
0: we shouldn't talk about this maybe it's something that may come off wrong and if the person feels this whatever the subject may be we may need to work around it and skirt around it but we did learn something about somebody that day and Considering there was no real response that denied any of that, we can kind of confirm that it was probably true. Now, that doesn't matter, right? none of none of the at, at truth at this point does not matter. Why? Because there was so many chances for things to be reprimanded or to, to, for, for things to be repaired and put together and placed block by block to make a full-on wall to deflect all the negativity that was happening there there were many chances to that but that didn't happen so this is what we this is what we call a crisis a pr crisis how do we respond to things like this well like i just said we have to develop statements that accepts apologizes and denies future Anything, whatever it might be. Or if it's something that isn't simply true, there needs to be an apology. Always start with an apology, no matter what, and a genuine apology for that matter. Always start with an apology, no matter what. And then talk about how it's simply not true in that sense or true specifically. And then very quickly and briefly and understandably and digestibly, talk about what is true, right? I don't know, again, I'm not, I'm not him. I don't know how he feels. I don't know where it comes from, but if it was like a twist on words and I don't really play too many games with women because whatever, A, B, and C, I don't really, I can't even, I can't even make up an answer for that Um, right now at the spot at least. Um, But the biggest point is that there needs to be a response to something and it needs to happen quick and it needs to be, uh, empathetic to the audience, right? Because no matter, well, well I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to harp on audience. I'm sorry, I'm going to harp on on, empathetic, on, on empathy uh, many, many, many times because I think it's the most important thing when coming to PR all the time. We'll get to another subject later that um, will be very much about empathy, and you guys can tell me wh- how you think about it because it comes in different couple of different ways. Uh, a question from chat, <coughs> Yursa to Angus. So a non-emission of false is truth? A non-emission of false is truth. Um, if I understand what you're asking, by not defending the comment and saying that the thing is false is truth, it will be to the people reading the original article, yes. Truth doesn't matter at this point. Truth hardly ever matters in media and, uh, and news, really. It all comes down to who's writing it. Always. If you can constantly corroborate stories from a reporter that reports something or a journalist that that journalizes stories and and ideas and and comments and things that and actions that have actually happened, if it constantly is corroborated and people create credibility around them, their truth will always be the most important to people who care about it because their truth is always their truth. If it is their truth, then we can honestly believe it. we start to trust these journalists we start to understand where they're coming from we start to believe so many different things however if that person is caught in lying if that person is caught telling mistruths or things that don't make sense to them it's we always have to go back to empathy once again is this person reporting what they believe to be true based on their research or is this person actually directly lying to us because there's a lot of things that come out that say constantly. This is not what I've experienced, so you must be lying to me, which is obviously not the case most of the time. It really isn't. It isn't the case most of the time. If you see somebody saying something and then you don't have the same experience as them and you don't, you have not, you've never seen that when you've been in this, whatever industry it is for how many long, how many years long, that it must be false. That's not, that is absolutely a fallacy amongst fallacies. It's the biggest one ever. There's a lot of confirmation bias that goes on with a lot of these things. There's a lot of um, bias in general that gets in the way. Now, bias is, I'll say this again, I've said this in many episodes before, bias is impossible to avoid. We are human beings with feelings and emotions and brainwaves and thoughts and everything. We, ha- we are humans. There's absolutely, it is impossible, it is literally impossible to live without bias, to report without bias, to talk without bias, no matter what. Is that my own bias talking? Yes. Yes, it is. Because it is impossible to say anything without bias. It's just how it goes. There's no such thing out there that is unbiased. Which is why when, when, I, when I hear so many, things say, so many people talk about, oh, I like this person because they, they speak unbiasedly. No, they don't. They absolutely do not speak unbiasedly. They report things and they have bias behind what they're reporting. They have a feeling that has comes out when they say something that is its own bias, whether that's nonverbal communication like inflection, whether that's nonverbal communication in tone, whether that is verbal communication in adding a few adjectives here and there that didn't need to be there, whether that's whatever it is, those are the biases coming through in how people speak. Right? So no matter what's going on, there's always something behind it. And it takes the empathy and sympathy to understand where that's coming from and how that happens so again if you hear something that you don't like think about how that person is feeling i can talk about ninja all day long but he's just the easiest one to talk about um he does a lot of good things he does a lot of bad things most of those bad things happen to be because of pr training or because of not having somebody who that knows what the heck they're talking about handling his pr it has problems um but there's another topic i want to talk about in a sec but we have Um, if you have any questions, please, please ask questions in chat. What is truth? I don't know, man. I really don't know what is truth. Truth can be anything. uh, Philosophers study truth all the time. The, The study of philosophy is the study of truth, but in the end, that's all arbitrary anyway. What is truth? I don't know. Truth can be, truth, truth can be defined in many different things. Truth can be defined in personal truths,
1: um, where... Some per, uh, one person's truth can be a different person's truth, right? One can say that, that
0: gravity keeps us on the ground. The other can say that gravity keeps us from floating away. Those are both true, right, in the physical realm, but wh- whatever, whichever one that person thinks about and believes in is that person's truth.
1: They're absolutely not incorrect, right? They go different ways. so with that being said now that we understand everybody has bias and everybody has something
0: how do you handle a pr statement that covers those things
1: well quite simply you say what's on your mind while not being inflammatory right inflammatory
0: tends to always be the thing that sets people off if you think if you if you speak in a very in a positive type realm you're still going to get a lot of backlash in a lot of people. But for the most part, those people are the ones that, are, that probably have their own issues and are probably hurt by something. We talk about this all the time. Only hurt people hurt other people. I can say right now that, and this is just personal bias, I've never been in a good mood. I've never woken up in a good mood or even a decent mood or even like a slightly bad mood and wanted to hurt something, ever. I've woken up in bad moods and wanted to hurt myself, like, just, why did I do that? Damn it, Why? Wh- what are you doing? You know, I've hurt inanimate objects by, like, throwing my remote across the room or something like that. But I've never woken up with any type of slightly whatever mood and wanted to hurt something because I, I wasn't being hurt. However, when somebody hurts me, there's always the, the urge to want to hurt something else because you want to take it out on something or you want to hurt them back, right? There's, there's that feeling that comes in. And then when you see people like trolls on the internet or people in, in chat who just totally harp on, on mostly women on Twitch and just talk about how they are meaningless and whatever. I've seen so many things happen lately. It's just, it's gross. Um, it's usually from people that are hurt themselves whether it's their parents whether it's their their people that they grew up with their friends whether it's whatever it might be it's usually because they've been hurt themselves now that is that is a psychology thing i'm not really in i'm not a psychology expert by any means but that is something that comes into play quite often
1: and i truly believe that i i believe that that is a very very testable but also impossible to actually come off with a real theory on
0: um statement but it is something that I found to be quite often true. So anyway, to get back to that, you're always going to get those people that have been hurt wanting to hurt you based on whatever it is that you say no matter what. But you can negate a lot of that by staying on topic no matter what it is, staying on topic, no matter what you're doing. Stay on topic. Right? If you have a discussion with somebody, whether it's on Twitter, on Twitch, on YouTube, on Facebook, on anything, stay on topic. Because the moment you start going all off onto another um, subject or tangent, things start to get confusing and muddy. Um, You're not having an official conversation, so that becomes a little bit disjointed and unorganized. And no matter what's happening, it's always going to come off as, this is crazy, and there's going to be miscommunication somewhere, and there's going to be people getting mad at each other, and there's just going to be... So many things that happen that just, it just don't, they don't line up. It's just a big, big, big mess, which is why the president of the United States has terrible PR practice, terrible PR practice, because he cannot just keep his mouth shut. Um, That's, that's beside the point. We've had a lot of politicians that can't do that, but it's, it's just, it's a weird, weird thing. So in the most recent news... Um, one of the things we're going to talk about empathy again, one of the most, most, most recent news that I have a, I have an issue with that, um, is part of PR and PR planning and, and crisis aversion and control, um, is if you guys remember a tweet that came out from another streamer, um, who made a statement along the lines of actually, you know what, let me find it real quick. Um, but basically it is, it is, it was about partnering and unpartnering and not being partnered and, and all kinds of things. Um, I'm not going to tell you who it is. If you already know who it is, great. But, um, I'm going to find the, the actual verbiage. Here it is from this person it says, dear Twitch. And that's in tags, Twitch. You want to poop. I'm going to say poop instead of the, the word that's here on lurker numbers. That's totally fine. Get those accurate numbers. Right. Aut- automatically, I already see that this person is, has been hurt, right? This person has been wronged, at least in their eyes, by some way. Um, directly pointing out Twitch, it was probably because of a, I would assume off the top of this head, probably due to a um, denial in partnership or um, somebody saying something that didn't match up with what they were believed. It didn't matter. those get those accurate numbers right that's automatically mad at what is going on with their viewer numbers sub numbers what have you but while you're trying to hold a platform to a higher standard go ahead and remove all those check marks from all the your partners not pulling their weight anymore as well
1: this is pure anger now correct me if you think i'm wrong but this is pure anger and
0: while this person probably does believe that some people do not deserve partnership that have partnership on Twitch,
1: this comes from frustration. This comes from
0: frustration and anger that they've been wronged while other people's or other people under the same circumstance has been righted. <clears throat> this this whole tweet tells a story that Nobody told on Twitter. Nobody told this, this story. I don't even think this person told this story. I don't know who this is, actually. I don't know the name. <clears throat> I never looked it up. But I just read this tweet because it was quoted by somebody else who I don't necessarily agree with made the right call on the empathy behind the story. <clears throat> And then a lot of people responded in the same exact way, and then I felt like this has to be talked about because I think everybody's getting it wrong. Now, if everybody's crazy, does that make everybody crazy or does it make you crazy? probably makes you crazy, right? But I I truly do believe that everybody got this story wrong. Does this person truly believe that people with certain numbers anymore should have their partnership taken from them? Maybe. Maybe. Is that what I get from this tweet? No. I do not get this from this tweet. I do, this tweet does not tell me that, you, Pete, that Twitch should go around ripping people's partnerships away.
1: What I get from this tweet is that this person is upset that they are constantly
0: denied partnership after having very large numbers or, or what they think is, is accurate, accurate to being a partner numbers. Without the understanding that most of them are probably hosts or raids, meaning they did not do anything to have them come in naturally. Don't get that wrong. A host in a raid is something that is earned through friendship and networking, what have you. But it's not something that is natural. Thus, Twitch cannot guarantee that this person is actually popular and may just have a little bit of support from some other people. I know this because I've been there. I've been there. I've had this exact response to me before. Did I tweet like this? Absolutely not. So this person is mad that these, thing, that these things are going on and that they see other people. They're making the number one mistake in the rule book of, of being a content creator on any platform is comparing yourself to others or an actor or any type of anything, really. They're comparing themselves to others. This is the f- number one rule, do not break this, no matter what. you will just throw yourself in a spiral and probably make a bad PR move just like this one. <laughs> that cherished comments with i think uh, I think of people who do not hurt nearly enough for uh, the har- the harm they cause, religious extremists at the top of the list. I fully agree with that. I fully agree that that is a thing that happens um, however I. I- I can make an argument that says that they are being hurt without them knowing it, which is basically the hurting the freedom to kind of think for themselves because they've been trained their whole life to think under the realm of whatever is ruling them, whatever is is constantly controlling their beliefs and stuff like that, and without understanding that, yes, we do, we can think on our own. However, that is that is semantics at that point that is very much a thing that can happen yes um but yes that is that is probably i would say uh a little bit different from what from what i said earlier which is
1: definitely a a thing to pay attention to so so back to this story um empathy why I think Katie brought up a good point when we were talking about this. Um Katie brought up a good
0: point in saying that <clears throat> when when we
1: think of celebrity and the word that, the word that celebrity kind of um what defines it, right? Especially in Western culture, there's a type of worship that happens. Going back to kind of the extreme religiousness, there's kind of something that is constantly accepted. We have this we have this this worship godlike affinity towards
0: people that we watch on the internet. And I think I think it has I think the response
1: kind of tells the story about this. You know why did so many people respond to this tweet in the same exact way. I think the person that is quoting this that I'm, I'm looking
0: at right now is part of the problem. A lot of people look up to this person. A lot, this person says a lot of things that sound right, even though most of the time, in my opinion, they're not. So when people see that and they listen to it and they, under, they say, oh, yeah, I feel attacked or "I feel the, I feel that my my favorite streamers or the people that I watch are being attacked. So I must run to their defense. So I'm going to respond with partnership is not something that is, is something you can just take away from people. Uh, You can't do this. This is not how this works. This would go off badly. Why would you say it's like, why are we responding with the, with
1: things that say this is going to happen because of this tweet. Right. Why why
0: why why there's nothing that actually you're you're only you're only like furthering the problem there by responding that way because it puts a it puts a light on something that didn't really need a light on it now responding with how I would have put together a tweet that said if you wanted to respond to it first of all, I just wouldn't have responded to it. This person was just lashing out and and voicing their their very frustrated opinion it's probably best that it just Got some hearts underneath it and said, hey, you're going to do great and move on at that point, right?
1: That's probably all that needed to happen. Now, if you're going to respond to this, a simple a simple, a second to think about how this person is feeling would have maybe changed the tweet, the responses, rather, rather crazily hey,
0: I don't think this is a great idea for um, you to take away or for somebody to take away something that doesn't really make sense to have taken away. What is it that you're feeling? What happened with this to give you this idea? Asking questions is important here. What is going on with how you feel in order to subject yourself to, and subject the internet to this response? And then people will come back with, well, it's not my job to ask questions. I don't really care about this person enough to ask questions. No, but you care about what they're talking about, right? That's just as important. You care about what they're talking about. You should be caring about who they are and why they're talking about it. And if you don't, then you only really care about yourself. And you feel attacked in this realm. If you feel attacked in this realm by something that is insignificant, we really need to Think about what's going on with yourself. But that's, that's a different subject. However, this is basic PR. Don't make your public relations too personal. This is exactly what that is. It, it, be, it became a personal issue, right? It became a personal issue. People felt attacked, so they needed to respond to defend the fact that, that's, that this person is wrong, right? We need to attack the, the, thing, the thing that we understand is incorrect. So that we are further validated in what we believe to be correct. It does nothing. It is effectively doing nothing other than creating more of an echo chamber behind a random people. You can echo good things. Don't get me wrong. You can have an echo chamber that brings in good ideas and keeps everything going. And can ignore the rest of the world if you want to. Because you're, you're constantly living in a place of positivity. And bringing up your... your uh, own emotions to be able to then break that wall and and go out and take take the world on if
1: you want to but we are a brand a lot of all these broadcasters on Twitter that if
0: you have a link to your Twitch channel and you represent that Twitch channel you are a PR professional at this point in time you must act as a professional or you will have backlash. Now, I'm not telling anybody what to do. I'm just saying that you get one thing, you're going to get the other as well.
1: Right? There's a lot of good people out there that I think responded to this tweet without thinking about the person.
0: Now, they could have. They may have, you know, they may have totally. But I think there was a lot of responses that, was, that were lacking severe empathy. And it just, it, it made, it was, I, was, I think I was sick during this. And it made me just so upset that I just put my phone down and went back to sleep. I was like, I just don't want to deal with this. I don't want to respond to any of this. I don't want to do anything around this. And then now that I've been thinking about it for about a week now, um, I'm finally like ready to talk about this on this podcast. And I think that Pete, this, the, this, this tweet is exactly why I made this episode about public relations and crisis control. How does this person come back from this? They explain the exact thing that people
1: should have been empathetic about. And either explain what I talked about earlier, or else everybody thinks it's true. Now, is it true
0: that this person thinks that all these people should be stripped of partnership? If it's true... And you really want to really want to want to go on that hill and die on that hill? Then you can either do a couple things. You can leave it this way, or you can explain the most legitimate reasons you can find as to why this idea is valuable and why this idea is something that should be listened to. Are you going to make enemies along the way? Maybe, but if that's what you really believe, you've already made those enemies by making this original tweet. So. You might get some more people on your side if you dig- dive deep into that and actually explain with with facts and whatever you have as to why your original statement was believed to be what you really thought and why it should be further thought about again. That's if you really want to do that. Personally, I would I would just have gotten rid of the tweet altogether and not tweeted it, but some things are too late and you have to respond to it. That's part of it. Hey, Alex, how are you, bud? Um, I get this whole idea of holding Twitch uh, what you believe to be accountable, uh, but how, how about we focus on how we can help you
1: grow? Yeah, that's a great response. That's a great response. That, that, that I wouldn't have gone that way because... Um, I wouldn't want to commit myself to
0: helping somebody that I wasn't able to help uh, or didn't have time to help or what have you, um, because this person is probably gonna need a lot of work in, in their stream and their partner or their uh, their PR and stuff like that. But but yeah, if you really wanted if you think you can provide some information that would help them out. Sure, that'd be great. That'd be a great way to response. Respond to that. Talking about the person, you know, and trying to lift them up, even if because it seems like they're in a dark hole. it. it it just, it builds so much onto them. It provides good PR for yourself. Because if they see, if they see you taking yourself out in a limb, maybe going against the grain a little bit, but also not alienating, alienating people. And then trying to help this person that, if people just thought about it, is obviously in pain. You would, you would look fantastic. Is that why I'm doing this show? No, it's not why I'm doing this show. But it, it, it just made me it made me really, really upset to see so many people ignore somebody in pain. They really did. Because we've all been here. This, the, the biggest problem I had was we've all been in this person's shoes. Most partners today have been in this person's shoes. Not every partner. There's a lot of partners that didn't go through this type of struggle and very much thought out exactly what they were doing at every moment in time and and, and planned out every piece of of content that they made or whatever they, they, they made, they made, they took everything very meticulously, but we've, most of us have been in this position of frustration and saying, why am I not, why am I not a partner yet? I have a bunch of good numbers and not understanding that there needs to be more than that. There needs to be something else that you might be missing. And we need to find that out and figure it out, you know? So that, that kind of went in that, in that direction and made me, it made me think about, Made me think about a lot of different things when it came to public relations, and Ninjik always comes up in my mind because there's so many, so many wrong moves that that person has make made as far as PR goes, and so many right moves that person has made in their career, which is which is what's hopefully upsetting. Um, is that man has done so much for his career and done so many things that are good in this world, and couple bad PR mistakes, and, and it really just paints a different light on you. Because as soon as those things come out, my chat, specifically, if I bring up Ninja, just gets all negative in the chat. I'm like, why? Why is this happening? Oh, because the, the, his PR is terrible.
1: It's, it's a shame. Because he's a very nice man. He's a very good dude. But you wouldn't know that, because he
0: doesn't hold himself that way in certain, certain aspects, certain lights. If anything, uh, even the idea of someone wanting to help will distract them from their anger? Yeah. Yeah, it will. That's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the person is saying. If it's somebody that you don't think is, well, actually, do whatever. If you see somebody in pain, and you try to help them, and you try to provide something that is
1: at least showing solidarity and positivity, there's a good chance things will get better. I would say the chances are extremely high that everything around it will be better. You know? It's just good. It's just very, very, very good to try to help people.
0: And I hope that that continuously goes on. Now, how do we deal with crisis control from the person's perspective? The person that made the tweet's perspective. Again, it's very very simple, but it takes a lot of guts from a lot of people. Apologize, talk about what will never happen again, and simply just talk about what what you think is good, right? Um we were shown this um during during one of the things at TwitchCon, that we were doing some training. We were shown this video of um was it BP or somebody, somebody, they had a, they had a um, an oil oil leak in the middle of the ocean. And I forget which story, which exact story it was. But the PR response to it was, we're very sorry this happened. This won't happen again. And we're, we're doing our best to make sure that it is cleaned up. That, and those, done, easy. That was all it needed to be said. Anything else that comes after that in questions, Either you just don't respond to it because it'll probably be on Twitter. You can just ignore it if it's a question that totally derails from your idea of what you're doing. Just ignore it or stay on that topic. Hey, what about this? What about it we're so- we're just we're saying we're sorry about what happened, and we we don't want that to ever to happen again. Stay on topic, stay on message. stay on your point, and no matter what you're doing be be smart about it though. You know? You don't want to sound sarcastic because somebody's asking a left-field left question and you're just going off to something else. You're just saying the thing. You're like repeating yourself like you were just told, Just say this. That's all you gotta say. That's all you gotta say. Just say this. But what if they ask about hamburgers? Just say
1: wine! But what if they ask about rat poison? Just say wine! It just, it comes off wrong. You know? Respond intelligently. Somebody talks about something at a left field. If
0: remember what you're there for, right? Remember, remember the reason that you are responding in that Twitter thread for. We're going to talk about Twitter. It's a lot easier to handle Twitter, in my opinion, because it's so much, it's so much easier to ignore questions than it is to um, shift questions to your idea. We talk about interviewing a lot in p in, in media and stuff like that. If um if somebody Brings up a topic that you don't want to talk about, and it's in during an interview that you agreed to. It's always about remembering what the whole reason you having a reason to be there, and remembering that reason. Why am I there? Well, I'm there to talk about my new charity um, that I'm my new non nonprofit that I'm putting together. That's the whole reason I agreed to come to this interview. That's what's happening. So somebody asks about. Hey, so what about um what about this charity over here? What about this one that you're totally ignoring by not working with them? Loaded question, right? It's stupid. It's leading you to leading you to to pretty much saying you don't care about something when that's really not the truth. But when you bring up the fact that you're here to talk about the charity that you are helping or creating and staying on that message, it tends to help you out right? So you're working with St. Jude, but what about uh, Jim's foundation for um, pickles? Are you ignoring them? Like, I'm not ignoring anybody. I'm just here to help out the wonderful kids at St. Jude and being able to show what kind of positivity we can bring to the hospitals that help kids survive cancer. So we can do that through our means of being a, broadcaster on twitch and saying hey let's help these kids out there done you're done that's it that's all that's that's all that has to be done don't get too far in the weeds of what goes on behind everything because you never know people are going to get confused there's going to be things that maybe slip up and and people are going to only quote the things they want to quote right which is exactly what happens on twitter too with with the the layman um the layperson that that really isn't a reporter and it's the same thing it's they they go they think the same way You say a bunch of things about what you're doing that's right. You say one thing wrong, that person quotes that thing, and now uh, this person doesn't care about what you do anymore because you said that one bad thing.
1: It's nerve wracking. I get it, but it is something that is important. Thermal Turner, what are you disagreeing with?
0: Uh, I just saw someone talking about how everything would change when they got partner, and no, yeah, there was um. There was, there was, yeah. That happens. That's been happening for years. I mean, that's been happening since before I was a partner, and it's been several years now. Um, people think that something, something extreme is going to happen when really, it doesn't. And even more so since affiliateship became a thing, it, it, it very much doesn't do anything more. Um, because in the, in the sense, back in the day, becoming a partner meant that you could have bits in your channel and you could have a sub button in your channel so it was much easier to monetize your stream and then before that it was just a sub button it's like oh my god i got a sub button now people can directly subscribe first party to my channel and that means that i have more of a monetary gain on the the work that i'm putting into the stream rather than sending them to a third party something
1: that that doesn't you know that that did a little bit back then but it definitely does a lot less now and then I,
0: I've seen another, another PR piece that I thought was a bad idea was I saw a brand new partner, again, I won't say who it is, um, automatically giving people advice. That was pretty negative and bad advice, in my opinion. And I get it. You want to give advice to people that are now not as fortunate as you or not working not working at the same level or whatever it is, but it's always about the verbiage too, because it, it came off as an order and a direct a direct direction into what to do. I don't care if you are Co Carnage; you're one of the biggest streamers on the on the platform. Nobody talks that way, that that commands respect. Co doesn't talk that way. He doesn't just give people orders. He literally makes suggestions in a whole towards the people that are usually bigger meaning like Twitch than him and and says hey how do we make this better right it's almost always ending with how do we make this better how do we do something that builds what you've already done rather than tearing it tearing it down and saying no this is bad we can't do this it's always making something bigger and better than it already is and that's important it's always about building up what we do So that's part of it. That's, that's basics PR is always, always building up to building up a message and something like that. One of the biggest and one of my favorite PR moves of the week was Fortnite's big uh, explosion into chapter two. That is, I mean, I don't like Fortnite at all, but that is, that is good. That stuff is good. Like real good. I'm quite impressed with what they've done. They basically built something up, just like... I mean, they they, they took a book out of, out of Marvel's... Or, sorry, a page out of Marvel's book and said, um, Hey, so... It's all gone. We're killing everybody. All the characters are gone. They're all dead.
1: But...
0: They came back. And now everything's cool again. And now everything's big and better, and we're excited to be playing again. It's It's perfect. It's
1: just... Ah, very delicious. Um... Might you discuss
0: the Blizzard Hearthstone interview situation as an example of crisis response? Um, well, an example? There is no example of crisis response there. I don't think they responded very well still. Um, however, they did respond with something. So, uh, the story behind the Hearthstone, uh, was it World Championships? Um... A, a, a man, from, man from China won and said in an interview after his win, um, was it, I forget the quote, but it was something like, Free China, the, the, uh, or Free Hong Kong, the um, revolution of our generation. And that was seen by Blizzard as a defamation of Blizzard's image. Now, you can make whatever assumptions you want after that, to who, to to the Americas, to China themselves, to only China, to whatever. It doesn't matter. But that was seen as a wrong, and um, the immediate response to that was to strip the person of all their prizes and titles. The response to that was, oh, we're actually reinstating most of the things that we took away. But there was, as far as I saw, I didn't see any actual human response to that. There was no statement that talked about, I think there was a statement, but I believe in the statement, it didn't really bring a human side to it and saying, we're extremely sorry about this. Um, this is something that we got a lot of backlash on. Um, so we had to pull this trigger because of A, B, and C. Like there could have been that response, but even that's not even a great response. We're sorry this happened. This will never happen again. This is how we're going to fix it if they just gave those things that would have been great. Now I think they did but like in a very muddy way. I I don't I'm not too familiar on the response yet. I I need to look deeper into that. But I'm sure that they probably hit those 3 points because that's basic crisis response. Um but in 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 truth it should have happened a lot faster. Um it should always happen a lot faster and there should have been a actual there should have been a lot more people that they went to to try to re- repair the situation. There should have been... Kotaku should have been reporting on it. Um, PC Gamer should have been reporting on it. There should have been a lot of people reporting on it, and they should have been going to them to make sure that they report on it. Um, that's, that's, it's, Blizzard has a lot of power in the media, and unfortunately, I don't think they used it. Um, so, if that answers your question, Mahalo. Um, I think... I th- you know how how I would have responded to that in a crisis situation is literally that I would have gone to as many outlets as possible and said, Hey, we want to respond to this. Also we want to announce that we're reinstating all the things that we've taken away or whatever it might be. Um, do this for us. We'll obviously, um, obviously it'll be popular. It's obviously it's a hot topic and we, we, we need to, we want to be able to get that going. And as, as the as the media, it's kind of the responsibility to cover that kind of stuff because it's important to the gaming world, you know? So, something like that happens. I gave her If you had a hard point, offer alternatives and workarounds that can benefit all parties, not just say no. Uh, what What do you mean? What is, what is that in a uh, response to? Hi, Salty. Aside from the crashing half the gaming world, I don't know if they crashed half the gaming world. I think... I think they just... I don't know. It was unexpected. Definitely something that nobody could
1: have un- called or understood. So I, I, guess, I guess there is that. I think it's funny. Blizzard is burying their heads in the sand right
0: now. They had an Overwatch event. Yes, correct. That is correct. They are, they are very much laying low, which is not a bad idea, right? It is not a bad idea because because if you understand gamers like like they do and like, like I do you got to lay low on the heat it's almost like it's almost like being it's almost like growing up in Oakland, California, which I also did something's going on you got to lay low dog you got to lay real low because if you don't people are coming after you people have heard your name people know exactly where to find you so you got to go find a, a nice warm seat and just sit there for a little bit let the heat die down exactly what they had to do. And that's exactly what, what Blizzard is doing. They're letting the heat hopefully die down. Because on, the only thing you could do, no matter what you're doing, will stoke the fires. You can announce, oh, Overwatch com- is coming to, to Nintendo Switch. Boo! Doesn't matter if it's good. Doesn't matter how good it looks. You will hear boos in the crowd. 100%. Because you are a hot topic and it is... Cancel culture for that's another piece of it. It's also cancel culture right now, so I believe Blizzard's being canceled rightfully. I don't know, but it, it, it's just yeah, just gotta let the heat die down, right? Um, but the, the, the in response to conflicts and pure light. Um, if you had a hard point, offer alternatives. Oh, I see. If something happens, um. Try to help your community understand that there are other things you can do. Yeah, that's, 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 a, that's a minor piece to it. Honestly, um, if it's something that is... Well, no matter what you do, don't belittle your fans or community. Which is a lot... This, another thing there. Another basic PR thing that I think a lot of streamers can learn from. Do not belittle your audience. Or your community, if you're a, if you're a gaming company, this happens all the time. Twitter does this constantly. Holy hell, C- Twitter does this all the time. It makes me wish that Twitter wasn't the main um, piece of social media. I really, really hate Twitter. Uh, well, I hate I hate the company Twitter and, and their PR. I think that their platform is amazing. Um... They respond with, the edit button is in your
1: head. Basically saying, don't be stupid. That's, that is, it's so bad. But
0: again, they're untouchable because one, there's not an alternative. And two, people worship them so deeply that they cannot do any wrong. It's the same thing everywhere, right? Um, Streamers that get too hot really get this way too. I can just say whatever I want because it's been making me a ton of money, so I guess it's a good thing, right? No, it's gonna come back and probably bite you right in the ass. But yeah, it's 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 the same thing. It's the same thing. If you wait long enough, people generally forget your bottom line to recover. Yep. Yep. If you if you lay low, people will forget, and it's that's also unfortunate too. I I we all need to remember these things. Apple's going through the same thing right now, but um, obviously on a much lo- smaller scale um media wise um but it should be bigger than than what blizzard is doing because they are a bigger company that infect a lot more lives but they should also be responding to a lot of this now i don't know if they are i don't know if if apple feels also untouchable and they feel like they shouldn't say anything and let the heat die down but um yeah they're also going through this right now because i don't know if you if you heard but basically blizzard is Kind of sorry, I keep saying this because they're kind of doing the same thing. Apple and Blizzard kind of run into the same realm as they're being um constantly pointed out for basically being in China's pocket. Granted, the US is kind of in China's pocket, so it's gonna take a severe just separation from them. Personally, I think we should help in the revolt, but that's just that's my extremist attitude. Um Granted, we have our own revolt that might that needs to happen, but again, again, that doesn't matter. That we'll keep we'll keep politics out of this conversation for now. Um, but the point is, the point is that there a basic response with an apology, a a solution, or not even a solution, but you can put a solution, but a, an idea that there is a solution, um, in the fact that it won't happen again. It won't happen again. That's that's those three things. You put those in your statement and you, you're in you're going to put out a lot of fires, I'll put it that way. Um be a good thing for a streamer to do if they find themselves under the pressure of their community
1: for something they did wrong. Um, is a simple apology enough. Um trying to understand the question. Did they actually do something wrong? What is so?
0: Where where is the pressure coming from their community? Uh, sorry, I'm I'm, I'm I want to get this clear. So if they find themselves under the pressure of their community for something they did wrong, um, uh, can you explain that a little bit
1: further? So as in they did something wrong and they're constantly being berated for it. I mean. Yeah You're well no matter what your your apology should always be
0: genuine and if they hit those 3 points you're in a good place. But the problem with a lot of streamers is none of their apologies seem genuine. That's part of it. Don't edit your video. That's that's one thing. If you're going to make an apology video, don't edit it. Don't cu- don't make cuts in your in your video to to uh, when you're speaking or cutting out ums and cutting out silences stop that first of all in my opinion i don't like that at all in any type of video but definitely not an apology video definitely not an apology video you don't know there's no like you don't know what's genuine or not you don't know what has been cut out you don't know if the person said something that they when they later went to edit it they're like oh that's maybe not something i should say No, if it's something you shouldn't have said, redo your video. Speak from the heart. Be human about it. Something that enough of their community uh sorry. Something that enough of their community agree with was a bad move or a bad take, and they're being pressured or sucked into cancel mob. I see. Um like if they're if they're being targeted for something.
1: I I mean, yeah. What else can you do? There's not much else you can do. If people are stuck on an idea, you apologize. And then after that, I, I guess your mods go to work.
0: Your mods go to work with that banhammer. If people if people have seen... If you know enough people have seen your apology and they're constantly shown your apology and you have actually made amends and seem genuine about it and you feel bad about it or whatever... Well, first of all, you're going to have to learn to take some heat. If you think you've done something actually bad, you're going to have to take some heat because that's just consequences for doing bad things. No, Nothing just goes away. Um, but yeah, you apologize. You, you fess up to whatever it is you did or whatever. Um, and then you take your lashes and you get rid of the people that take it too far, right? If people are just not understanding... If people are doing, like, like if it's, especially if it's not something that is actually hurting
1: anybody, right? Let's say you, I don't know, you said, I hate red apples, and then people are
0: canceling you because people think red apples are delicious. By the way, they're not. Green apples are the best. Um, but the point is, they start canceling you for that, if they're, if, dude, if you feel like... Maybe that was wrong and you're a big Apple enthusiast and you're like, oh, man, yeah, that is wrong. I'm sorry, guys. I, it'll never, I'll never say that, something like that again without actually doing research. Um, and uh, I, I, I do, I, I'm I really sorry about that. And then that, that comes out and people see that. You know people see that. And then they still continue to berate you for something that isn't really that important to the majority of the world. Or doesn't affect the world. It doesn't affect people. Well, then you gotta, you got to get rid of the people that are just going to be that way. Because in the end, those people are just going to
1: be ridiculous again later. Right? So just get rid of them. Robin is... Oh, God. <laughs> Hi, Robin. How are you? Hi, Chef. How are you? Hi, Carly. Hello. <laughs> oh, look, mods. Hi, Loco. Hi, hey friends. How are you? Good afternoon, everybody.
0: Learning about how to take criticism without responding in anger is something that is hard for for many people. Yeah, I mean, it's hard for a lot of people. I mean, it's hard for me sometimes, too. Like, you can watch, the, you, you tell, you ask anybody, hi, Jabberwalker rogues, um, rouges. Um, if you you ask anybody, there's been times where I've been in salty moods where somebody says something rude to me and I respond with, Oh, that's that's messed up, dude. You can just go away. Just be a jerk somewhere else. It's like, is that a pretty tame response? Yeah. Is the correct response? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes you just get rid of it and say, well, that happens. You know?
1: <laughs> uh, what's up, Ed? Pancakes are better. Prendium? Swear to God. Prendium? Swear to God. I love pancakes, but they're not better. I swear.
0: <laughs> uh I feel for Dan trying to be trying to be a professional and here comes no, it's fine. It's all good. We're actually we're going to wrap up here soon. Um but we've been talking about uh public basic public relations, which is something that I think we will will I think I'm going to I'm going to put that in my next book. So I have I have a new I have a new book idea. I'm working with another um friend of mine to to actually write something interesting. We're probably gonna to go to other streamers and ask them questions. Um, it's gonna be one question. Um, and then we're gonna put those all into a book. Um, but I think, I think I'm gonna put, I'm gonna think I'm gonna make a whole chapter based on basic PRs and crisis response because Right honestly this is something that I nobody's really trained on right we're in a we're in an industry where there's no actual training right there's no there's no real training you have to pay for all the training you have to put money forward to get information for yourself unless you watch Streamer Square, which is 100% free but um you basically have to pay for a lot of training that happens um but that's exactly why I would believe that Loco put something together like this so many years ago is saying well we live in a we live in a now an industry that doesn't provide anybody with information that they need in order to be professionals in this industry. So let me develop Streamer Square and actually make something that people can listen to and not have to, like, break their bank before they even become a profitable
1: organization for. So, you know, it's important. It's important. Is this how your mod meetings go? Oh, no. I can only imagine.
0: I can only imagine. Just a Loco mod meeting. It's got to be full of chaos, right? Because I know, I know pretty much all of Loco's mods. And they're all very sweet but very chaotic. <laughs> like me. I'm a chaotic good. I'm a chaotic good
1: rogue. That's what I do. I go against the grain and I also make a lot of mess. But I do it in the name of good. But yes. I hope you guys are doing well. Um, I hope this was enlightening
0: to a lot of people. I hope that we brought a a lot of information forward. Um, we talked about very important topics that I believe um, are things that people have been reading into. And kind of maybe hopefully thinking about it in the same way that I've been talking about today. I noticed a lot of people... Um, how you doing, T-Coops? Um, I noticed a lot of people kind of took this topic and ran with it in a direction that I just think was due to lack of pr education or lack of empathy and and it's not a bad thing that that happened but it's not necessarily a good thing either um now a lot of people responded with just things that were based on other the things that other people were talking about as well which is important um because that's 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 a shift in that's a shift in voice of the of the masses and the the media itself so it's something you, you do find important to talk about as well. However, um, the severe lack of empathy on the person that made the original tweet, as well as some of the other things that, and the other topics we talked about, just made me upset this weekend, and I I really wanted to talk about it this week, and I'm glad we did. If you if you have anything you want to respond with to or to any part of this, please get into Discord, Discord.gg/streamersquare, go into the stream of thought um, channel, and just just talk about it. You don't even have to. You don't have to ask any questions if you don't want to. However, I will, ask, I will ask questions. I mean, sorry, I will answer questions. And I will also respond to any comments you want me to respond to. But go in there. Just talk about it. Because honestly, this is something I think needs to be talked about. Empathy is not really something that is necessarily natural to, to most people, in, in fact. You're kind, you have to be kind of thought. You have to think and be taught empathy. It's, believe that. Like, it's weird. It's weird, which is, exa- which is empathy within itself, right? You see a lot of people it's like, why aren't you empathetic? Why don't you why don't you think about others? It's like, well, maybe their parents never taught them to. That's something that is taught to people. Something that you could te- you could definitely teach yourself. It's something that you can you can actually do that to yourself as well. So it, it can be a self-taught skill, so there is that there is that too, but at the same time, some people don't if they're not taught to think about that they're never taught to think to to actually teach themselves this this uh this question um it's it's important to understand it's important to get it to get around um empathy is hard to come by on the internet it 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 is but it shouldn't be that's the problem the the anonymity has created such a barrier that it's not the internet's fault That's the thing. It's not the Internet's fault that people are unempathetic. It is people's fault that they're not unempathetic. They've just felt that the Internet has given them the right to be or the power to be unempathetic. And that's really the disgusting part. That's the part that really makes me upset and makes me want to throw up is the Internet hasn't done this to people. People have done this to themselves because they've allowed the Internet to desensitize themselves to it. And that's the part that I think upsets me the most. If you If you get called out for not feeling what the other person is feeling, take that seriously. Don't take it defensively, but take it seriously. Because it's probably just something you haven't thought about in a while. It's probably just something that you've been desensitized to because you've let yourself kind of get away with it. It happens to the best of us. Trust me. There are times where I just
1: do not feel empathy because I'm feeling terrible about myself. Again, hurt people hurt other people. Right? So, think about how people are tweeting. Think about how people are feeling when they tweet.
0: It's a big reason why I ignore most memes, by the way, because it's very difficult to figure out what people are thinking when they're just posting memes. Basically, parroting other, somebody else. I don't ever get it. Unless you're, like... I don't get it. I really don't. Um, if you're parroting something else, I, I don't know how to empathize with you, so I get confused, and that's my own vice that i have to get around um but essentially yeah try to feel what other people are feeling when they tweet before you respond angrily and understand that you don't have to respond to anybody in fact because of how twitter works the less people that respond to that tweet the less popular it gets so if you don't want it to be in a popular opinion don't respond to it don't like it don't do anything with it just don't interact and then, well, live your life the best way you possibly can. Remember to stay positive, play more games, and read more comics. I've been Dan, or Dan Otaj, here on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, uh,
1: all of it. And I have had fun with you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I'll see you guys next time.